Thank you for listening to The Messy Dr. Sue. So in today's episode, I am going to talk about the struggle that I have personally faced growing up um, to actually follow the beauty expectation of the society. Now, I was actually a child star in year 1994. Uh, back then, I was just nine years old. So I starred in a few commercial videos on TV, uh, such as Rejoice Kids, the shampoo, and then there is Liquid Neutrogena, and there's Johnson's and Johnson's um, some products for kids, babies, uh, some telecommunication companies if I don't I, I recall it was like many many years ago and it was all recorded in, v, in a VHR back then there was no DVD no CDs no VCDs back then okay and uh, I hosted few talk shows for kids you know basically like five or ten minutes every day on a Saturday and Sunday you know so basically back then there was no other entertainment means but the TV so it was kind of a big thing and it was an honor for me as well I think so until I reached the age of 13 then puberty hits I was struck by the fact I am no longer beautiful because acne starts growing on my face back of my body and then um, I kind of gained weight, you know, rapidly. I'm not sure why. Was it the food that I ate? But I've been eating the same food I have been eating like many, many years. It's just that my body responded um, differently back then. Okay, And it really, really had an impact on my um, self-confidence, my esteem back in school as well, right? where people look at me differently. And then there are people who send remarks to me saying that, Oh, look, it's Sue. Look at her. She looks so pretty on TV with all those makeup. But look at her in person. Oh, she's a pizza face. Oh, she's fat now. What's wrong? You know, all these remarks, it can actually be cruel at that time. And I can't believe kids can be really, really cruel. We are teenagers. We were teenagers back then. Uh, I was 13 and it was really surprising on how cruel teenagers can be. I clearly remember there was this one time when um, our teachers wanted to recruit some choir singers. So I was part of the choir team in my school. And then the teacher said that, uh, Sue, you need to be at the front because basically I need you to say, uh, uh, have some solo parts and everything. And the rest of the kids was like, the rest of the teenagers, or the rest of my peers were actually saying, but teacher, Pizza face shouldn't be in front. She's ugly. And then the rest of them are basically laugh. And, you know, it hurts so much at that time. I just don't understand. Why are you doing this to me? All of you were my friends. Just because I grew acne all over my face. And then you just, you know, suddenly stopped being friends with me. It's like, what's wrong? I had this, you know, premonition. Like, is is no one sincere enough to be my friend that at the moment they see I'm no longer fit to be in the group and they just kick me away. 
there were so many days that I cried and cried. There were so many days that I starved myself from eating because I was so afraid of gaining weight. And I was like so afraid that the acne is just going to get worse. I start scratching it. I start pinching my acne. I start poking it and it bleeds and it just gets worse. You know, and then when I look at it, it gets worse. I just cried and cried again. And finally, my parents have to intervene. So, so I remember my dad taking me to the dermatologist and asked what's wrong. So basically, they say this is very common for girls that hit puberty and it can be treated and it will not stay like this forever. It's just like my hormone is getting used to my body. My body's getting used to all the changes and everything. So the dermatologist uh, prescribed me with some medication. Okay, that will like suppress the acne from coming out so much. At the same time, asking me to change my lifestyle a little bit. Like I need to eat more fruits and more veggies and then I have to sleep earlier. And the doctor told me that, you know, you have to sleep between 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Because during this time is when your body recovers from whatever they're going through in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. You have to sleep. Okay, you have to make sure you are asleep within 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., right? Be in dream world at time. If you have something to do, make sure you can, you can do it after 2. So set an alarm clock, wake up after 2 a.m., and then you can stay all night if you want to. But make sure you are, I mean, you were asleep between 10 to 2. So I followed. All the doctor's advice, change my diet, right? I stop eating something so oily and I go for soup, right? Soup base, um, I took more vitamin C's, I ate fish oil, vitamin E's. I sleep very much early. Um, I wash my face with a very, very mild cleanser. And then I stopped wearing makeup altogether, right? Which means I also stopped taking jobs, right? Like commercial jobs. Well, to be honest, I didn't actually stop taking it, but they stopped hiring me because of my acne issue, something like that. That's another sad thing. Well, I saw improvement in my skin. It did get better, um, but it's a long journey, to be honest. It took me more than a year, almost two years, if I'm going to be honest. Okay, and not to mention the scars, and you know some of the little potholes um and then i have all my friends giving me advice about you know putting on foundation or concealer um putting on makeup <laughs> um outside to cover all these scars and acne marks or something you know the leftover <laughs> from the hormonal breakout thing and then guys, it hit me hard. Kids can be very mean. Teenagers can be very mean. Are they young adults? Why are they so mean? I mean, are they gonna grow up becoming even meaner? Now, as I grow older, the reality has become more bitter to my mind saying that, you know, kids, they have teen, even teenagers or adolescents because they are go, growing up to becoming adults. They have so much emotions in them, but they do not know how to handle them. Well, 
Well, even some adults I know that can't really handle emotions well. But kids, teenagers, myself, my friends, is there such thing as a predator and victim? Was I really a victim? Or were they really my predator? Was this all just a response towards what they were feeling inside when I hit my fame? Or was it just my feeling and how I respond to, um, you know, when I crash down? Because people say the higher you climb, the harder to fall. So at the age of nine, I was already famous. I was at the top of my game. Um, people know me more than my peers. You know, I experienced things that kids my age didn't experience. So I feel that I was at the top. And then when I fall, it hits really, really hard. So was I a victim? Or was I fail in responding to how I feel? Now, the same thing as my friends. Over time, now that when we are adults, sometimes we do meet up and we do ask, you know, hey, do you remember back then when we were teenagers, when we were in our high school? Remember you always make fun about my acne, um, my pizza face? I can't believe you were so cruel back then. Why were you doing it? You know, I mean, I was your friend. Why do you hurt me? You saw me cry. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Then the answer that I received from them was quite surprising. They were saying that they were happy. You know, they, they were happy because um, I was in misery. Because they were jealous when I was at the top. So they were honestly th saying to me, you know, when I was at the top, when I, hit, when I was quite famous, they saw me on TV... Instead of saying to their parents that, oh, I know Sue, we went to the same school. But instead, they were saying that, what is so good about Sue that she was chosen to be on TV? Why can't I be on TV? What makes us so special if she's on TV? You know, what, you know, these feelings that they were having back then, so they suppressed it inside. So they admit that, yes, of course, in school, that they were smiling at me, becoming my friends, but deep inside, they have their own insecurities. When we were talking, they were always looking at me and saying that, why am I the one chosen? Because to be honest, back then, it was our teacher who submitted our names to the production house or this, um, what do you call, channels um, to actually get us or promote us into these shows. So wh what is it that they see in me? That was their question, you know? So when they see that I'm losing jobs, no longer pretty, you know, having pimple face, while well, they were, I mean, they didn't actually struggle as much as I did. Maybe the chemicals in the makeup when I was shooting play some of the roles as well because, um, I mean, they were not really hit by puberty that hard. But, you know, the fact that they told me um, they had their insecurities. So their insecurities was what driven them to be cruel to me because they find they see the opportunity of hurting me right at that time when I was at my weakest. So they were struggling with their own self-esteem and they see me at the top. So they thought about, hey, you know what? Now she's going to fall. Let's make use of this. Now, as a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 15-year-old, these things, we could consider that they were not wise enough, they were still childish, and there's a lot of jealousy going on at that age, and they didn't know how to handle it. 
So now, when we were all adults, and when we think about, we reflect back, think about it, and you know, talk about how we acted back then, um, we were not proud of ourselves, of course. Okay, probably you know, I realized I wasn't being so kind as well. Maybe I was showing off as well, you know, because when I first got the role, all these commercial things, I seemed to rub it on their face so much as well, which I didn't realize. So sometimes people say it's good to reflect on your own mistakes, you know, look at the mirror, think about what you have done. Because now that when they told me they were insecure, they were hurt by me as well, then I realized that I did hurt them. Although it wasn't on purpose, you know, right? Probably I was just so proud of myself. I will go to them and say, Hey guys, I got the job. I will be on TV. Watch me, please. Okay? Hey guys, I got my this role on TV. I'm going to be on TV. Oh, I wouldn't come to the test tomorrow because I have this shoot going around. Okay, so um, I'm going to travel to this place because I'm shooting. Oh, I have this project. I'm going to be on TV. So, you know, they hear me over and over again every day. They got sick of it. Probably. Um, but at that time, they didn't come straight to me and say that, you know, enough, Sue, we do not want to hear about this anymore. Ouch, you know. So I think it is all the matter of um, managing how I feel and managing how they feel. So we agreed that you know our actions when we were teenagers are not something to be proud of they were wrong i had my wrongs too but you know that's in the past now the big question here is how can we help our younger generation how do we teach people to deal with how they were feeling Okay, so how do we deal with uh, competition? How do we respond to things that make us uncomfortable? Um, how do we react to things that might have adverse effect on us? Or I will say this as a destructive emotion. Now, everyone has destructive emotion. Sometimes something triggers us, it came out. Sometimes we deal with this wisely and sometimes we don't. Uh, sometimes the damage has already been done. So no matter how much you try to apologize, we can forgive, but we cannot forget. So in my podcast, right, I will always try to educate people about the 90-10 rule. It's like 90% of what's happening around you, 90% of um, what you face through in your life is actually a reaction to your action that you can control. And that is the 10% of what you went through. So basically, we have things that beyond our control and there are things within our control. What happens to us, what people does to us, things that we cannot control, that is the 10% of life. However, it is that 90% of our life that we have to take care of, which is how we respond to that 10%. Okay. So the 10% is beyond our control, but 90% is within our control, how we respond to things, which is going to define what happens to us in the future. Right. So I'm going to end my first episode here and I'm going to talk to you again with a different story in the next episode. Thank you for listening to The Messy Dr. Sue.